like to learn more about our host, OJ Tokes, please visit his website, ojtokes.com. That is O J T as in Tom, O K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtokes.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. Welcome to another edition of the Why You're Single Podcast. I hope the podcast has been a blessing to you, especially our series on what marriage is like, the panel discussion. Hope you have been learning from it. Enjoy. What do you do for entertainment? I ask yourself these type of questions. Know what you like and then see that they do and live by the same principles, especially when you're going to be bringing children. You're going to be leaving a legacy. So are you leaving the bondage of debt on the child? You know, are you are you going into the marriage like that? You know, do did you come from a family where when everybody's mad, they cuss each other out? And then the next time at the barbecue, they're ah. You know, know, when my family, we sat down, we didn't have contention in the house. We sat down at the table and what is the problem? How can we fix it? And we worked it through. Joseph didn't come from a family like that. They were thieves. (laughs) (laughs) And so I want to... I was a thief. (laughs) He's got three sisters. Beautiful. grown man. You know, these are practical questions. Don't just think about the spiritual. Have a healthy balance of, of knowing both before you step into and do it early. We were dating two months. We weren't engaged. We went to premarital counseling because I hadn't dated in six years and I hadn't dated God's way really ever. So I didn't really know how to do it. So I was like, I can't be wasting my time. You know, I got things to do it. I know you do too. So let's go get some counsel right now see if we're really ready for this. Because you can listen to the Holy Spirit, but like she was saying, have counsel around you well and as well. And we did that two months into dating. And then um, a month later, I think we were actually engaged. So we only wow. dated like three months before we got engaged. And we were married within a year. But like I said, we had consecrated for six and five years. Yeah. So it wasn't just like, oh, I consecrated a month. Oh, yeah, you won. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You wanted to say something. Well, I was just going to say, just... Be very, very open and very, very honest when you're answering questions and when you're asking questions because, like she said, once you get married, there's no hiding. It's You're right there. You can't come home. Don't rush home early. He, she, she or he allowed to be right there. <laughs> there is no hiding. And I remember when Kwaku and I, he, he started asking a lot of questions, and it wasn't until he said, um, you know, he was ready to go even further, and then... I started probing him a lot, and sometimes it was painful, <laughs> what he said later, but I definitely asked him. But I remember I would ask him questions, and his first response initially was, well, you know, the Bible says, you know, and I'll ask him something else, well, you know, the Lord, and then I, I would stop him. No, that's not what I'm asking you. I understand that. I know that word. I'm asking about you. What do you do? What do you say? How would you handle this situation? If this happens and he would say, well, you know, the Bible says we should. No, no, no. What would you do? And when this took place, what exactly did you say? I know where you at. You are where you are today. But when that took place, 
what went through your heart and your mind and how did you respond? Right. And we had we we got to that place where we were just it was raw information versus well, you know, this is what the Bible says. Right. And so so we went there. We we and so that's what I recommend too is just make sure that you're open and honest and somebody talks about a counterfeit. Don't let somebody fluff you with a bunch of words because they studied the studies. I have I have a cousin, I'm gonna tell on him. For six months, he told this girl he went to, he would have Bible study with her. That he didn't go to the church at first. But he would, on Wednesdays, he would, when she would come to visit, he, would, he had sneakers from here to here. But when she would come to visit, he would lock that closet, have his Bible out. If he were here today, he would tell you. He got a kick out of how easily it was to defraud particularly Christian women yes. because all you needed to do was give them a word yes. read them a scripture give them a little Bible study time and they're feeling happy and they'll give it right up <laughs> because that's what he did he worked it that way so I'm not telling you anything that he wouldn't want you to know because he taught me and I watched for it and when I met this man I loved how he knew the word but I wanted to know who he was and I wanted specifics about who he yeah, was so stay right. in that moment stay there get to know that man yes. and woman I'm yeah sorry. and i was happy i was happy that she was doing that because she was looking for more and uh you know my my instincts was the word that's all i grew up on and so at times i would say what are you asking i don't understand and i'm like oh okay but it was good she was tough but i think you know you notice the mixture it's a mixture of being open but also to make sure of being tough where you're, you are, there's still, you're guarding your heart until yes. the time. Okay. Um, this is to the ladies, all the single ladies. Okay. Um, scientists uh, about five or six years ago, they did, a, a, they did research on the mind. And when they studied the mind through these machines that they developed, they could uh, measure the wavelengths that came out of the mind um, up to eight inches in circumference around the head. And then they said, well, let's measure the heart. So they did the same thing to measure the heart, but the heart they could measure up to eight feet around their body. That's why the scripture says, even as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You create the atmosphere in your heart. So when he says, he that finds a, a woman, a, a wife, a woman finds a wife, finds a good thing, okay? You are setting an atmosphere for a man to come in, you're attracting them just by being who you are in your heart. Out of the abundance, the heart speaks, right? Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so it's also saying you take action based on who you are in here. So you dress the way that you dress because of what's in here. You speak the way that you speak because of what's in here. And so you've created an atmosphere that attracted a certain type of guy. You know, there's those girls that go, why do I always get the wrong guys? It's something here that's going on. That's why I said, you've got to be whole here. You've got to be whole here. And then from here, you begin to project an atmosphere. It's backed up with, with, uh, with Peter. When Peter would walk, they said his shadow would fall and bring healing. He didn't have to say a word. I believe it's because they came within the circumference of his atmosphere. And so, and so you want, uh, the Bible even says he'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Now, I always interpreted that scripture as he'll give you whatever you desire, God will give it to you. That's crazy. 
I believe it this way. Now, he gives you the desire to desire. He'll give you the desires of your heart. So he's going to give you the desires and say, begin desiring this. Amen. 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 We can take an offering now. I'm just playing. This is it. Do you have... She's had her hand, she had her hand up for like twenty minutes. Oh, it's okay. Been so I just right. wanted her to ask real quick, okay. and then that's it. Oh, you want to know how many times they've been married? If if any, and if you know. Okay. Uh, this is our first marriage and only. <laughs> but I will say this, um, and I know some of the panel has shared this. Um, we both came from families where uh, there was divorce. And uh, that, that, when we talk about knowing yourself and, and knowing your background and how, and uh, I made sure that that's not going to be nowhere near us. In Jesus' name. So there's a lot of learning and growing. You know, I believe that marriage, you make a decision to take on more responsibility. And it means uh, that love and commitment is non-negotiable. And there's no giving up. Uh, There's You you keep loving, you keep communicating, you keep sacrificing. Um, And and those are things that I observed uh, in, in my past that we're not going to repeat itself. And so know that this is the first and only. Praise God. <laughs> I, I was married. Uh, I'm 38 now. When I was okay, 18, 20, something like that. I got married at the time. You know, I was living in the world. My girlfriend at the time was pregnant. So I didn't have a father. So I, my child was going to have a father. So we got married. Unfortunately, she miscarried months or so into it but I was married so I wasn't just going to get out okay you know we're done our contract was forced. so so I, I was committed and it just she wanted to do her own thing it just didn't work out which at, from that point I told myself I wasn't going to get married again you know we have our own plans for the better the plan for us mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't you know sometimes it doesn't match and I'm married again. Happily married. Yeah. Happily. <laughs> no, no regrets. I wouldn't probably want to change anything I did in the past. But uh, well, I think about it. a lot of things I would change. <laughs> but being married, I did that, and I don't regret it. I wasn't going to get married again, but God showed me another plan. He has a plan for us. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I just real quick. I went from a, I, both sides of my family divorce separated. I have my grandmother, uh, she used to come spend the night with her boyfriend and she's married. Um, and this is as a, as a early, as a child, you know, I'd see this. My parents went 27 years, got divorced. Um, my sister, my, my grandmother got married three times, divorced three times. Uh, my aunt five. So it was all throughout my marriage. I mean, all through. I rebuked that. <laughs> it was all throughout. It was all throughout. But one thing, you never want to just throw the divorce word around in your marriage. You learn that. You know, you never. One day we committed, this will be or thick and thin, through sick and through health, the, you know, everything that the man quotes, the minister, 
We're going to do this and we're going to finish strong right. in the Lord. Amen. You know, and he's going to sustain us throughout. Amen. So death do us part. Right. You know, that's it. So it's all throughout. It was throughout both sides of my family. But we made a decision. No matter what, the Lord, he, he's going to sustain us. He's going to carry us through anything. Thick and thin. Thank you. Um, I just want to make sure we understand the question correctly because I thought I heard maybe you'd been in a marriage before and divorced and then now kind of wondering what God feels about remarrying or anything like that. Well, that, but I wanted to know if, I mean, okay, I'll be honest, I was still married. Okay. And I, and I hear what he's saying because I was with, I said the same thing. We're not going to have divorces. I know how God Well, I just wanted to make sure we, we answered your question correctly because I think no, we, we interpreted and we just started defending like, don't get divorced. If any of y'all had been divorced, he answered. Okay. He had been divorced. Uh, and, um, and I think she, I'm, well, I know you said you're, this is your first marriage, but you know, you consecrated yourself and that was good, you know, to prepare you for your marriage. And then I think you y'all got Christ, you became a Christian during your marriage. I've always always been a Christian. Okay, so God was already working with you. He was not a Christian. Don't let him lie to you. I've always known God. I've always lived like you know, I'm sure there's some here that you know because we do live in a society where there's one, two, three, two. Been in the, the divorce rate is in the church exactly it's, what it is outside the church. church. It's it's the same. Same. So, 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 I mean, anybody's a target, you know, it's just. Yeah. And I think so. it's, it's having that time of consecration is so important. I think uh, Pastor Chris said it. Make sure you're whole before you get married. And when you're whole, you can choose another whole person, you know. But if you're not whole yourself, you're, you can you're not capable of choosing a whole person because it it filters your sight and what you see it filters what you hear i mean a lot of times as women we can't even have a conversation without analyzing everything the guy's saying in our head you know and sometimes as women we gotta turn that switch off you know and and just learn that men speak pretty much at face value women speak in circles you know no we do and we don't we don't need to but it's how we're it's part of how we're created but if you don't learn how to make that an asset and not a liability it can bring harm into the relationship but i think even if you have been divorced um thank god you have a new star you know what i mean you have restoration you're here now then god can don't let down what you desire don't let what your heart dreams and, and, and longs for because God has that for you but to achieve that to where it is a blessing and not a Lord we gonna we gonna stick it out through thick and thin like <laughs> Dave Ramsey says him and his wife held on to each other during their struggle he said but it was just so they could get a better grip you know and so it's not we, we've made up our mind that even in saying we're not going to get divorced 
we're, we're going to have a wonderful marriage. We've made up our mind. We're going to have a wonderful marriage. Something comes up, oh, heck no, we're going to have a wonderful marriage up in here. You know? It's a choice. We don't want to just live our lives together and, and not be satisfied and contented. I waited all this time for this. This is going to be the dream. It's going to be the dream. Thank you. From me. I'm not going to allow him to steal my admiration for my husband, my honor, my respect, my submission to He can't have it, you know? But it's because I took that that period of consecration, y'all, is so important. And sometimes we're just going from one failed dating relationship to the next. And then we get in the next dating relationship and we think it's good because it was better than the last one that failed. What's wrong with that measuring stick? Right. You know? The, the measuring, the plumb line has got to be the word of God. And when you spend time getting to know him, the Lord, when I was single, gave me the scripture out of Isaiah 54 and it says the Lord your God your creator shall be your husband and that's the scripture he gave me and I started I would go to singles ministry and I remember getting in my car and I put the seatbelt in the passenger side I said come on Jesus let's go we're going on a hot day and I go to singles ministry and, and I did that over and over again because I was setting a tone you know and then one day the Lord said when are you going to stop dating me and marry me and so I went through a spiritual marriage, so to say, with the Lord, where I felt myself step from a place of dating God. I was sold out. I was serving and reading my word, everything for But then I went to a place of marriage where he became my provider. He became my head of household. He became my priest. He became my Lord. He became my king. You know, I served him at a different place then. And so when I got married and Joseph would do something that I didn't really like or it would cause a confliction, the Lord said, he told me, when did I stop being your husband? Mm -hmm. Just because you got married to a natural husband doesn't mean the Lord, your God, your creator. I gave you that word then, and it was a permanent word. Wow. And then it has allowed me to not put an expectation on my husband yeah. that is unrealistic. Yeah. Because we have some unrealistic expectations oh, yeah. as women, and it puts an extreme amount of pressure on a man to live to live up to that. So God says, as long as you keep me in your marriage as your first husband, your first love, then I will teach you how to enjoy your natural husband. Amen. I will teach you how to see your natural husband through the eyes of your spiritual husband, and it will be beautiful. Amen. You know? So that time of consecration, having that is key. And then all these things, making sure that person is really not just spitting word. All the word says, the word says, but do you live the word? It says be a doer. He's being a hearer and a doer also. And you can see that by how they act. What is their character? Do they, you know, do they do little things that are not integrity? You know, when you're with them. One of the things that attracted me about Joseph is everywhere we went, he would hold the door for people. It would make me mad sometimes. Because we couldn't even go inside because he's holding the door for everybody <laughs> walking through. And I mean, that's cool, you know, but eventually we got to go through too. <laughs> that's good. But I love this heart. And he would do it. He would do it for a rich person or a janitor or like <laughs> Thank you. Both of y'all have to be seeking the Lord. And just... <laughs> Give him a round of applause. Honey, you want to say something? Um, well, we do need to wrap up, and um, we always kind of do it just to, uh, just today. I'm glad this was on my heart. We just, as you guys go, we just want to pray Psalm 20, verse 4, that God will continue to give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. 
O.J. Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which O.J. Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.